This is Grumpy SEO Guy, episode 41, a review of episodes 21 through 39. You're listening to Grumpy SEO Guy, the SEO podcast that doesn't waste your time with nonsense that doesn't work. I'm the Grumpy SEO Guy, and I'm sharing with you the strategies that have helped me successfully run my SEO agency for the last 14 years. In this podcast, I'll be sharing my knowledge and experience, discussing tips and strategies, and trying to help you cut through the confusion that permeates this industry. If you listen to this podcast, you will know more about SEO than 99% of people on the planet. Ready? Let's get started. I'm the Grumpy SEO Guy. Let me tell you why I'm grumpy today. Actually, you know what? Just like the last episode, I'm not even grumpy today. So today, what we're going to do is review episodes 21 through 39. So the previous episode, if you remember, episode 40 was a review of episodes 0 through 20. And today we're going to do 21 through 39. But before we do that, my lawyer tells me that I have to say this right now. A quick disclaimer before we get started, everything I say here is based on my experience and opinion from 14 years in the industry. I don't officially know how Google or any other search engines work. Everything I say here is hypothetical and based on my experience. This podcast does not constitute advice or services. What worked for me may or may not work for you. Okay, back to the show. I wanted to reflect on all the stuff that we've talked about and kind of just make sure that everybody is up to speed before we continue with new topics. So I'm gonna do the same thing on this episode that I did on the last episode. I'm gonna tell you the episode number, I'm gonna tell you the title of the episode, and then I'm gonna give you a summary of what we talked about in that episode. Okay, ready? Let's get started. Episode 21, everything you need to know about SEO in 38 minutes. Look, this is actually one of the best episodes. It's also one of my favorite episodes, and it's an episode that I generally suggest people start with. So for whatever reason, if you're just listening to Grumpy SEO Guy for the first time right now, and this is your first episode, you should probably make episode 21 the first episode that you listen to after this one, of course, unless you wanna stop now and then return to this episode after you listen to episode 21, you can do that. But Episode 21 basically talks about the concept of authority and why authority is the most important factor in SEO, period. Everybody makes a big deal out about things like content. Oh, content is king. No, content is not king. And this episode explains why. But ultimately, and I'm gonna talk about this again later, but if your website is not ranking, okay, if you're not at the top of the search engines, it is almost guaranteed that the problem you have is not enough authority, okay? It is almost guaranteed that it has nothing to do with content and it is almost guaranteed that you don't have a technical error, okay? It is almost guaranteed that the problem is you do not have enough authority. If that sentence does not make sense to you, go listen to episode 21. If it does make sense to you, well, good job. You're starting to know how SEO works. Okay, next episode. Episode 22, SEO Stories 2, Learn from My Crazy Experiences in the SEO Industry. So in episode 22, I basically just talk about some of the crazy things I've experienced, some of the owners of SEO agencies that I've talked to, some of the experiences that I've had at meetings and at conferences and just stuff that makes you go, does the SEO industry actually work that way? 
And when I say industry, I mean the business side of things. I don't mean like how SEO actually works. Anyway, the answer is yes, it actually does work that way. Most agencies can't keep clients because they can't get results. Most agencies peddle nonsense like content is king when it's not. And well, go listen to the episode. Okay, episode 23, answers to SEO questions from Reddit and the internet. This episode answers a bunch of different questions that I've seen asked pretty often on Reddit and on the internet. So here's just a short version of some of them. One of the questions is, can you rank a website for words that don't appear on that website? Yes, of course you can by using anchor text. And by the way, I have at least one, kind of one and a half other episodes on anchor text that we're gonna talk about in a little bit. Here's another question. Do I need to know how to code if I wanna be an SEO consultant? Short answer, no, you don't. There's more questions on that episode, but you're gonna have to listen to it to figure out what they are. Okay, next episode. Episode 24, how SEO pricing models work and how not to get ripped off. In this episode, I talk about four different pricing models that you might find in the SEO industry. This is what they are. Pricing model number one, a flat rate. Well, that's pretty obvious pay me money and I do work for you. Okay, next one. Number two, hourly rate. Personally, I think an hourly rate in the SEO industry doesn't make any sense at all. There are very few exceptions where I think that SEO should be paid hourly. I'm not saying that's how every agency needs to do it. I'm just saying I cannot seriously figure out a reason that SEO should ever be hourly. With one exception, and that's if it's consulting. And by consulting, I mean like a phone call where you are on the phone with somebody and you are paying them for their time to answer your questions, okay? Yeah, that makes 100% perfect sense that you would do hourly. But SEO projects, link building, content writing, those things should not be hourly. That's what I think, of course. You might disagree with me. Okay, number three, recurring payment versus one time. Well, Here's a short version, and those of you that listen to Grumpy SEO Guy already realize this, but all SEO, at least as far as link building goes, should be recurring payments. You should never get a one-time payment, sometimes called a lifetime backlink, because it is always a scam. And I have a whole other episode describing why that's a bad idea. So number four, pay for performance. Now, if you think about it right away, that sounds bad brilliant, okay? If I were paying somebody to do SEO for me, I would 100% ask them, hey, if it doesn't work, do I still have to pay? <laughs> but I explained in this episode why you're almost never likely to get a no for that answer. And the legal and technical problems with pay per performance. I don't have time to get into it in this episode. Trust me, it's a huge mess and I've had lots of people ask for it and we always say no because I don't even want to imagine the contracts and the specificity of those contracts that would need to be signed in order to do pay for performance. So big no from me on that one, but again, you might disagree. Okay, next episode, episode 25 how to tell if you're making bad SEO decisions. In this episode, I share a question. And in order to know if you're making bad SEO decisions, you have to answer this question. You know what? I'm gonna tell you what that question is right now, but you should still listen to the episode. The question is this, 
Would this ever naturally happen? If the answer to that question is no, then don't do whatever it is you're thinking about doing. If the answer to that question is yes, then yeah, do it. It sounds like a good idea. Let me give you an example of that really quick. There's a lot more examples in the episode. Let me give you one example. Let's talk about forum profile backlinks. Obvious spam, right? Never use forum profile backlinks. We have a whole other episode on that one too, but let's just use that as an example. Forum profile backlinks work like this. Somebody gets a piece of software, they push a button on the software, and it creates thousands of forum profiles across the internet, and every forum profile puts a link to the target website in the forum profile, okay? So what basically happens is you get thousands of backlinks from forum profiles. Well, that might be cool because you're getting thousands of backlinks. No, it's a terrible idea for so many reasons, but let me explain one of them, okay? Would that ever naturally happen, okay? Now think about it. Would a website ever get thousands of backlinks from forum profiles that link back to it. Would that ever naturally happen? If some person has a website, it might make sense that if they join a forum, they put a link to their website in their profile. That makes perfect sense. I have probably even done that at some point in the past when I used to go on forums all the time. But maybe, maybe a couple, honestly, like maybe, maybe. Not a thousand of them in 24 hours. That would never naturally happen. So ignoring all the other reasons that having forum profile backlinks is a horrendous idea. Simply by answering the question, would this ever naturally happen? No, it wouldn't. You already know that you should not do it. Okay, next episode. Episode 26. The problem with PBNs, this episode is also called How to Avoid and Detect Footprints. Maybe the thing that we talk about the most on Grumpy SEO Guy is how to build your own portfolio of authoritative blogs that you can use to rank your own website or your client's websites, okay? We call this a private blog portfolio, but a lot of people call it a PBN or private blog network. They're kind of the same. They're not really the same, but don't worry about it in this case because they're the same as far as what we're talking about right now. Okay, the main thing that people do incorrectly, well, I shouldn't say the main thing because people do a lot of things wrong. Okay, look, when you're building a PBN, you need to do very specific things, okay? If you don't, if you don't, what happens is you create something called a footprint. What is a footprint? A footprint is basically a way of identifying something that's going on. Let me give you a couple examples, okay? One example is using the wrong hosting. If you don't have every site on a unique IP address that is unique at the first or second number, first or second octet it's also called, or in the SEO business, that's also called the A-class or the B-class IP. Yes, I know that's not what A-class and B-class really mean, but when you're discussing SEO, that is what it means. And I've explained that in other episodes too. So anyways, if you don't do it that way, for example, if you put all your sites on something called SEO hosting or sequential C-class hosting, where the first number is the same and the second number is the same and the third number is different, that's easily identifiable by the search engines. If you have a load of websites with a load of backlinks all pointing to some other website, okay, and all of those websites are on sequential C-class IP addresses, 
do you think the search engine can look at those and say, wait a minute, these are all owned by the same person? Yeah, they can. That's called a footprint. That's why we don't do it that way. All right, here's another one. Let's say, I'm giving you a hypothetical example here. Let's say a client buys a package from you for 50 backlinks, okay? And then you go post all of them in one day. Come on, that's an obvious footprint. Stop it, stop doing things like that. Look, there's a lot of other things that people do wrong, okay? But I'm only gonna give you two of them. Go listen to the whole episode. Okay, next episode. Episode 27, the problem with SEO. All right, listen, so this episode talks about some of the problems with SEO in general, but it mostly centers around the fact that most SEO agencies don't even understand how SEO works. And even if they're actually doing SEO work for you, many of them are not even transparent with what they're doing. So that's all I'm gonna say. Go listen to the episode if that sounds like something about which you would like to learn more. Next episode, episode 28, the problem with the SEO industry. So in this episode, I discussed a lot of the things that I think are wrong with the SEO industry. In no particular order, there's a lot of scams. There's no certifications nor regulations for anything. And there's no barriers to entry. So literally, whoever wants to say they do SEO can say they do SEO. Now, there's more problems than that in the episode. But those are the only problems that I'm going to mention in this episode. Okay, next episode. Episode 29, what is anchor text and why is it important? Or how to rank any website for any keyword. Okay, really fast. Anchor text is the words in a backlink. If I link to your website, whatever the words are that you can click on, that's the anchor text, okay? So there's more details than that in this episode if that, uh, if that explanation confuses you. But anyways, anchor text creates something called relevancy. What is relevancy? Don't worry, there's a whole other episode on relevancy that we're gonna talk about shortly. But relevancy is one of the ways that the search engines know what your website is about, okay? So if your website is about blue widgets, the search engines know that it's about blue widgets from the text, maybe, maybe, okay? But they also know that it's about blue widgets because you have links with blue widgets in the anchor text. Okay, now this is how it's possible to rank a website for terms that don't even appear on the website. For example, if you have a website that doesn't mention blue widgets at all, your content is not about blue widgets. If you get backlinks from authoritative websites and those backlinks have the words blue widgets in them, your website might rank for blue widgets even though that's not what your website is about. If you understand that, you're in a better place than the majority of people trying to learn SEO, okay? Relevancy is one of the big ranking factors. Anyway, relevancy comes from two places. It comes from the text on your site, the content, and it comes from the anchor text. Okay, it's a pretty important episode. You should probably listen to it. Next episode, episode 30. What is the difference between topical authority, which is also called relevancy, and authority? Now, I made this episode because a lot of people were asking on Reddit about topical authority. Okay, here's the short version. Topical authority is not a new concept. Topical authority has existed for over 10 years, probably longer. In fact, I can guarantee you that it's been longer than that because since I've been doing SEO, which was about 14 years ago, I have been focused strongly on the concept of relevancy. Topical authority is not something that anyone just found out about the other day, although it is a brand new marketing term and it's good for getting YouTube clicks, 
I guess. But all topical authority means is relevancy. It means what is your website about? And as we just talked about in episode 29, relevancy comes from a couple places. One, it comes from anchor text. Two, it comes from the content on your site. That's how you get relevancy or topical authority. Now, authority, not topical authority, but authority means how much power does your website have? I'm sure that most people listening to this have heard of authority. Now, there are different calculations for authority. Now, super short version right now, there used to be an official measure of authority published by Google. It was called page rank or PR. Guess what? People were taking advantage of it, so Google quit publishing it. They probably still use it. It might be called something else. I don't know, but it's not publicly available anymore. Therefore, other agencies created their own estimates, okay? Their own proxies for this because PR is now hidden. Listen, there are some very commonly used ones. None of them is exactly correct. They are estimates. Do not focus too much on them, but You've probably heard of them. You've got DA and PA. Those are from Moz. You've got TF and CF. Those are from Majestic. You've got PR and UR. Those are from Ahrefs. They're all estimates of how authoritative a website is. Anyway, let's talk about the difference. Let me sum up the difference for you in two sentences. Ready? Topical authority or relevancy answers the question of, will my website rank? Authority answers the question of, where does my website rank, okay? So that's the difference between topical authority and authority. It's a very good episode. You should listen to it if you wanna learn more about topical authority, which is actually relevancy and why it's important. Okay, next episode, episode 31, how to do SEO when you don't have access to or cannot afford a PBN. I made this episode because a lot of people were saying, hey, grumpy SEO guy, we listen to episodes three through five. We understand how to make a private blog portfolio we can't afford it. Domains are expensive. Hosting is expensive. Hey, I know what you're talking about. You're totally right. And then all the tools that you have to buy on top of that, Ahrefs, it's pretty expensive. Majestic, it's pretty expensive. They're not all like super expensive, but maybe you don't have 50 or $100 a month to be spending on software in addition to all these domains that you're buying and the hosting that you're buying for them. Remember, you have to do your hosting a correct way. I understand, okay? So that's why I made this episode. If you cannot afford a PBN, what I would recommend is building natural looking blogs with multiple posts using free Web 2.0 sites like WordPress or Webnode. And there's more listed in that episode. So go listen to that episode. I explain how to do it. Next episode, episode 33, SEO things you can't do anymore because spammers ruined them. Okay, there's a lot of techniques that used to work but don't work anymore, and the reason they don't work is because people were doing them when they shouldn't have been doing them. For example, blog comment backlinks, they're spam, they don't work anymore. Forum profile backlinks, they're spam, they don't work anymore. Keyword stuffing, well, that used to work a really long time ago. It's spam, it doesn't work anymore. Blog roll backlinks, wow, those are spammy, they don't work anymore. Over-optimizing, okay, let's explain over-optimizing really quick because you probably heard it. If too much of your anchor text is the same keyword, that's over-optimizing. For example, let's say you get 100 backlinks. Let's say your website has 100 backlinks, okay? You're trying to rank for blue widgets and you read somewhere that anchor text is the way to do it, 
but you didn't know that you weren't supposed to over-optimize. Like you get 100 backlinks and all 100 of them have the same anchor text, blue widgets. No, that's called over-optimization. Would that ever happen naturally? No, it wouldn't. Anyway, those are some of the things you can't do anymore because spammers ruined them. Next episode, episode 34, how to think about SEO if you want to be in the 1%. Now, this is the shortest episode so far. I think it's like 14 minutes. Listen to it. It's the best one. I know I said episode 21 is the best. Episode 21 is awesome. But if you want to get into a better understanding of SEO, probably this is the best episode that you can listen to. The theory of this episode is this. Most people do not understand SEO correctly. I'm not talking about authority necessarily. I'm not talking about content and whether or not it's king. Okay, it's not, by the way. But I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is the fact that people think SEO is something that you do to a website. That's not. SEO is not, what do I do to my website? What changes do I make on my website? It, it's not, that's not SEO. That's such a small part of it. It's inconsequential to the entire thing, okay? SEO is about the relationship between connected websites. If, for example, three websites are linked together, one website links to the next one and the next website links to a different one, okay? And you make a change on one of those websites, how are the other websites affected? If you can think about SEO in this way, you will be better than pretty much everyone when it comes to knowing how SEO works. Okay, episode 35. If you're not tracking your SERPs, you're not doing SEO. Look, I don't even know why I needed to make this episode. This is the most obvious thing in the world, but for some reason, people don't understand. Listen, oh, wait, let me, let me start over. Let me tell you what SERPs means in case you've never heard that term before. SERP is an acronym, Search Engine Result Pages, S-E-R-P, okay? All it means is where is your website? If somebody says to you, hey, where are you in the SERPs? It means like, what's your rank? Okay, a SERP tracker is a tool that every day checks your website for your keywords. Okay, it is the most simple and essential tool that you need. If you get one SEO tool, it has to be a SERP tracker. Okay, but anyway, the one that I've used for 10 years is called SERPFOX, S E R P F O X dot com, SERPFOX. They give you 10 keywords for free. So go to serpfox.com and start tracking your keywords. Look, the purpose of SEO is to make websites rank better, okay? It's to get them to the top of the search engines. The way you tell if you're being successful at that is with a SERP tracker. That's literally the point of SEO. I, I, don't even, I don't even know what else to say about that and I don't even know why people argue this point. The point of SEO is to get to the top of the search engines. How are you gonna track your progress? With a SERP tracker. I feel like we've settled this issue. Okay, now let's talk about the next episode. Episode 36, The Secret World of SEO Catfishing and Agency Warfare. I've talked about negative SEO in the past before. Negative SEO is when you do bad SEO on purpose to your competition and you try to get them penalized. You should not do negative SEO, okay? It's bad fellowship. But sometimes SEO agencies try to hurt each other. It's pretty stupid, but I can see why it happens. I talk about it in this episode. There's a couple things that I mentioned, but one of the things that I'm just going to 
summarize for you quickly now is sometimes SEO agencies will pretend to be a client that's interested and they will message their competition and just get a feel like they'll be, they will like walk them through the process of like onboarding because they don't know that it's their competition. They think it's a real person or whatever. And so they're like trying to get secret information or something. I don't know. Like, I guess maybe I, I don't know if that just seems like a weird thing to me, but it definitely happens. So that's the only I'm going to tell you about right now. Anyways, now we have episode 37, the difference between good backlinks and bad backlinks. Okay. I made this episode because people are always asking, well, I got backlinks. Are they good? I got backlinks. Are they bad? So I made this episode so you can know the difference. We talk about different kinds of links like blog comment links or contextual backlinks or citations, whether or not they're good. And it's awesome. So you should listen to this episode. By the way, this episode continues in two more episodes in episode 39. So if you want to know more about whether you got good backlinks or not and what to look for when you're getting backlinks, listen to episode 37 and episode 39. Episode 38, link attributes, no follow and two other attributes and what they mean for SEO. I made this episode because people ask a lot about no follow. How many no follow links should I have? What is a good number of no follow backlinks to have? I got a backlink, but it's no follow. Is that bad? Just listen to the episode. The answer is it's probably not bad, but just listen to the episode. Okay. Episode 39, the difference between good backlinks and bad backlinks part two. So episode 37 is all about link types. Okay. I got a blog roll link. Is that good or bad? All right. I got a contextual backlink. Is that good or bad? Okay, good. Those are, those are good questions that you need to know the answers to. This episode talks about the kind of page that the backlink is on. Okay. Where are the IPs? What kind of links does it have? What kind of anchor text does it have? Who is it linking out to? You need to pay attention to these things. Just because a website looks good, just because it has an awesome DR number or something, right? Doesn't mean that it's necessarily a helpful link, okay? You should probably go listen to that episode in the event you think you might need to buy backlinks or acquire backlinks in some way because you don't wanna waste time getting backlinks from websites that aren't gonna help you and you don't wanna spend money on garbage. So go listen to that episode. I'll give you one tip from it right now. One of the things that I tell you to do is to look at the backlinks to that website, not from that website, although you also need to look at those, but to that website and you need to look at their anchor text. Okay. And you need to make sure that there's no weird spammy anchor text. If you're considering getting backlinks from a website and that website has links pointing toward it that say things like pharmacy or gambling or adult type industries, okay? You don't want backlinks from that website, okay? I don't care what its DR is. I don't care. You don't want backlinks from that website. Anyway, the rest of the episode talks about more things that you should look for. Anyway, that's episode 39. Thanks for listening. I hope this provided you with a good review of all the stuff that we've talked about and the next episodes are going to be excellent. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you enjoy this podcast, please leave a review. It would really help the show out. I hope this episode was helpful. If you have any questions or want to suggest a subject for a future episode, 
You can contact me on Reddit. My username is Grumpy SEO Guy. You can visit the Grumpy SEO Guy subreddit, or you can email me at hello at grumpyseoguy.com. If you email me, please either whitelist my email address or check your junk folders because I've been told that my replies are going into the junk folder and it's probably because we're talking about things like SEO and backlinks and I think those words will classify an email as spam. And if you want to support the podcast because it's the best source of SEO information on the planet and it's free, you can do so at patreon.com slash grumpy SEO guy. And I will talk to you later. You're listening to Grumpy SEO Guy, the SEO podcast that doesn't waste your time with nonsense that doesn't work. Join us next Wednesday when we talk about why there will never be an official SEO certification for agencies, consultants, or anybody else.